I'd say it started when my mom read Los Zapaticos de Rosa to me by Cuba's patriot poet, Jose Martí. I'm Cuban-American, or American-born Cuban, if you want to call it that. She read me that poem when I was around three years old. Los Zapaticos de Rosa is about a girl on the beach who gives her shoes away to another girl who's sickly and poor. The poem is long. It's pages and pages long, and I loved it. We underestimate our kids when we think they won't sit there and listen to such lyricism when really they've been swimming in amniotic waves of rhythm from the moment their hearts started beating. A world without books is like Linus without his blanket, like Kerouac without an open road, like Don Quixote without Sancho or without windmills, and really, it's a world without any of those characters in it. How horrible is that? My name is Vanessa Garcia, and I'm a writer, because I've lived in a world of books ever since I can remember. Books made my world, and my world made books right back. These days, I'm working on a novel about the family that created Havana Club Rum in Cuba. I'm also working on TV and film, both for kids and adults. I just wrote an episode for Sesame Street, and doing that was like talking to an old friend. It was like, hey, Oscar, remember me? You're just as stinky, just as grouchy, and just as wonderful as I remember you, and now I get to give you words? Whoa. If I had to say where it all started, I'd say it started when my mom read Los Zapaticos de Rosa to me by Cuba's patriot poet, Jose Martí. I'm Cuban-American, or American-born Cuban, if you want to call it that. She read me that poem when I was around three years old. Los Zapaticos de Rosa is about a girl on the beach who gives her shoes away to another girl who's sickly and poor. The poem is long. It's pages and pages long, and I loved it. We underestimate our kids when we think they won't sit there and listen to such lyricism when really they've been swimming in amniotic waves of rhythm from the moment their hearts started beating. My own heart beats, I think, got tuned every time my grandfather showed me another Shakespearean sonnet, which he did from the time I was 10 years old onward. We'd play with the iambic pentameter, use it to answer the questions we posed, everything from what my grandmother was doing in the other room to whether we should take a break and whether we should have McDonald's or Burger King for lunch. That was the question. I think the part, the, the last part, is that my love for words and story and books also came from when my grandfather taught me how to cook. He taught me how to make bread, and if you've ever made bread, you know that making bread is as much about kneading as it is about waiting. During the waiting, my grandfather would tell me his story. The story of how he had to flee from Franco's civil war in 1938, cross the Pyrenees on foot with his brother when he was only 13, how he became a foster kid in France, only to be hit by World War II, and have to flee again on a ship called the Champlain. Then it was off to Ellis Island, where he and his brother pretended to be Cuban and were sent to Cuba. In Cuba, they prospered, they thrived, met wives, had kids, until... Fidel Castro marched in and destroyed everything they'd rebuilt. Those stories became books in my head. Now my sister and I are writing the story of my grandfather's life in a feature film. Hopefully, you'll get to see it soon.
join the conversation at withoutbooks.com.